Welcome to Main Menu for the week of October 4 through October 10, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased to have you with us here on Main Menu again this week. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, welcome. We are glad to have you with us today and hope you enjoy the program and will come back often. We try our best to bring information to you that will be up to date and with it for today's technology and give you the latest news, views, and information about what's going on in the technology and assistive technology field today. Well, today we have three things lined up for you that we think you, if you are particularly a user of an iOS device or are interested in knowing more about what's going on with the iOS devices these days, be it iPhone, iPad, or iTouch, we have three things lined up we think you're going to be very interested in. We start out with David Tanner, myself, doing a little bit of a visit and interview with Dr. Judy Dixon and Neil Bernstein from NLS about the new Bard mobile app. And I give you a little commentary there before the interview, letting you know about a couple of problems we had uh, and didn't get as much of an interview as we would have liked to. But they will be back later, and we will have a second interview with them here in a couple of months after some of the bugs and things that they are working on are taken care of. Then David Woodbridge comes to us with an overview of the new iPhone 5C, and then compliments of Vision Australia. David will come back, and following up on his coverage last week of taking a picture of the redemption code from your iTunes gift card and reading it into iTunes on the MacBook Pro. This week, David shows us how to do the same thing with your iPhone. And that's what's up here on Main Menu this week. We hope you get a lot of valuable information that you can use either with your iPhone or other iDevice, or it gives you a better idea of some of the things you can do with an iDevice. And we will see you back again here next week on Main Menu. Before we get into the interview with Dr. Judy Dixon and Neil Bernstein from the development team, I wanted to give you a bit of a background on what happened here uh, in getting this interview done. Unfortunately, uh, there were a number of technical problems on the end of the library, and uh, there were some time constrictions that came into effect on uh, my end of the deal because of the uh, network problems on the other end, and so... We had to shorten the interview by quite a bit, tried to get in as much information as we could for you in the short time that we ended up having. Uh, we have already agreed that here in a couple of months, uh, after a couple more releases get out and a few of the bugs that they are already aware of get taken care of, that uh, we will get back together and have another interview and uh, talk more about BARD and what's going on with it and so forth. So I apologize that the interview is a bit shorter than we had 
all hoped for and uh, that some of the information that we would have liked to have shared with you we weren't able to because of time constraints that uh, came in up on us because of some technical difficulties. So this will be what um, we will call a brief introduction and a little bit of coverage of the app and then in a couple of months we'll have Judy and Neil back and get more coverage and more complete coverage on the app at that time. I am very pleased to have with with us today on Main Menu Dr. Judy Dixon, Consumer Service Officer from National Library Service and Neil Bernstein from National Library Service. And Neil, I forgot exactly what department you said that you were in. I'm the research and development officer. Research and development officer. So you're the guy that does all the research and does all the developing, and uh, so it's good to have you with us today, too. And uh, so welcome. I'm glad that both of you could be with us today, and uh, we're uh, very pleased to have you. And I'm going to turn things over to you, let you do whatever presentation you want to do, and you let me know when you're ready for a couple of questions, and we'll go from there. All right. Thanks very much, David. We are here today to talk about BARD Mobile, the BARD app that runs on iOS devices. This is the iOS version of BARD Mobile, and the app was released in the App Store on September 12th. We'd like to do a brief demo of Bard Mobile. I'm running it on an iPhone 4S. It will run on iDevices that are running iOS 4.3 and later. And so those would be iPhone 3GS and above, and all iPads. All the iPads, including the Mini and the iPad ones. And iPod Touches, fourth generation and later. So it runs on a lot of different devices, and uh, it... Bard Mobile. Okay. Double tap to open. Open Bard Mobile here. Bard Mobile. Bookshelf. Select category. Heading. There are four tabs across the bottom. Selected. Bookshelf. Tab. One of four. Get book. Tab. Setting. Tab. Three of four. Now reading. Tab. Tab. Two of four. So that was bookshelf. Get Books, Settings, and Now Reading. So the Get Books is where you might want to go first if you don't have any books in your Bard Mobile, and Bookshelf Selected. is where bookshelf. any Selected. books might be bookshelf. Tab. On a four. that you've already downloaded. We're in the Bookshelf tab. Audio Magazine, three items. And it will bookshelf. tell us how audio, many... Audio Magazine, three oh, audio books, eleven items. Audio Books. Audio Magazine, three items. Grail Books. Five items, Braille magazine, two items, help, one item. And the help there is actually a user guide. And when you go to that user guide, it's in HTML, and you'd read it like you'd read a web page. Eleven planets, a new view of the solar system. More info. Eleven planets, a new view of the solar system. Acolar, day to day. Button. As I'm flicking... have to get more info. As I'm flicking through my books, I'll hear a title and then I'll hear more info. And more info will take us to a details page that'll have the annotations and the author and the title and all the good stuff. Dogs on the couch. If I did your therapy for training and caring for your dog. Lovin, Larry Flash Mickety, Frank. If I just want to play the book, I can double tap on the title 
Dogs on the couch. Behavior therapy for training and caring for your dog. Setting. And the now reading screen opens. And the play, play, play button is jump by part. Just button. a bit below the center. Play button. I can touch the play button. Double tap to play. And double tap to play. Some will anger and frustrate the true dominant dog and force it to reassert its dominance in increasingly forceful ways, including fighting. Play. So I just stopped it by double tapping again. On the now reading screen, we can fast forward. Fast button. forward. So if double, I double tap to move five seconds. Double tap and hold to move further. So if I double tap, fast forward. It'll just go five seconds. If I double tap and hold, forward. Twenty seconds. One minute. Five minutes. Fifteen minutes. Jump by part. It wasn't playing when I started to fast forward, so it's not going to play. Keep out the door they chewed up during their days of separation anxiety. Play. We can actually. This book has a lot of navigation, so we can navigation button in the top right corner of the screen. Double tap to display navigation list. Is the navigation button? Navigation one. Library of Congress annotation one. Content one. Acknowledgement. One plus. Introduction. Those ones at the beginning of each thing are telling us that these things are at level one, and then we heard a one plus. That's telling us there's more here. So if I tap and hold, level two visible. We hear level two visible. Now if I flick right, skippable button. Navigation one. Content one. Acknowledged. One minus. Introduction. That one has now turned to a one. The one plus has turned to a one minus. Two. What is family system therapy? Two. Applying family system therapy to one. Forward by Eric and Nice. Keep one plus. One plus. Part two. Moderate therapy and ongoing training. Level two visible. One plus. One plus. One plus. One plus. Part two plus. Seven introducing eight seconds up into the home. Level three visible. So we can even subsection eight three three introducing a second dog into the home. Yes, and you'll hear you'll hear voiceovers say subsection, and uh, <laughs> I assure you that's not a bard problem. That's not a bard problem. That's actually a voiceover problem. Uh, yes. <laughs> three. Just on getting the two dogs to hit it off. So that's uh, that's the navigation. It's really dogs on the couch. Very very easy for your dog. That's very button. very slick. Um, I'm going to back out of that. Dogs on the couch. Okay. The app also has a get books tab. In the get books tab, you'll have the wish list and the categories of recently added books. You can only download books from the wish list and from recently added. This is going to change later, but this is how it is right now. Uh, you, there's also a browse barred link on that page, and if you browse barred, you can go into the regular part of barred and, and search in other ways, and in, in there, you can add books to your wish list for downloading. So you can actually do it all with the barred mobile app. It's just that you ha can only download books either from your wish list or from the recently added. Barred mobile can also be Braille books, and it, the Braille books, uh, 
you download in a very similar way and read them with a Braille display. There's a now reading Braille screen that has all kinds of cool features. You can search the Braille book. You can jump by page. You can jump by volume. And it displays the Braille file in a very similar way to the actual reading of the book. You see blank lines and blank spaces, and it's very similar to a physical paper book. Anything you want to add, Neil? Uh, yeah, I think it's important for users to understand a few things. Um, first of all, they do need to be registered with their NLS library and have a BARD account. You can't apply for a BARD account or you know, a library service account through the app, so you've got to get those two things taken care of before you use the app for the first time. Uh, the other thing to remember is that the wish list that you see here in the app is the wish list that you have on the BARD website. They are one and the same. So some people can find it convenient to go into BARD on their computers and uh, fill up their wish list from there and then just come to the app and download the books using the wish list functionality here. Oh. Uh, so strongly recommend if you're a Braille reader that you go into the user guide and read section 7 on how to use Braille, there's a large number of keyboard shortcuts that make reading much, much easier, and it's well worth uh, learning those before you go in to read Braille. All right. Um, I I have not looked at the Braille part yet, but uh, and and I need to do that. But I understand that there may be some certain settings that a person would want to do with their Braille display on the iPhone before you even started up the app, so that you'd be in the best reading mode for for the display. That's true. And if you turn, what you want to do is turn 8.braille on. If you try to do that and it tells you 8.braille is unavailable, that's because you have contractions turned on. So you'd need to turn contractions off and then 8.braille on. Oh, and that should be fine. If, if you do those things, you'll be reading the books in 6.braille, so don't mm -hmm. worry. The, the app takes care of that. But if you do those things and the Braille still looks funny, uh, one other thing we've learned is if you have changed the punctuation setting in VoiceOver, it can actually have an effect on how the book looks. So you want to change your punctuation to some, which is the default. Okay. If you forget to do those things before you start the app, Judy, aren't there uh, quick shortcuts from the Braille display that will change those settings? There are. You can do a G chord to turn contractions off, and an 8 chord, a 2, 3, 6 chord, to turn 8.braille off. Okay. I don't think there's any way to turn punctuation to some. You have to... <laughs> you have to go there and do that. I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Okay. Um, so, so uh, then, <laughs> then if you get the... You want the punctuation set to some, and you want to be an 8.braille. Uh, 8.braille, um, that's, that's the really important one. Yeah, okay. And computer, you, you want to be in computer braille, not contracted. Well, on the iOS device, when contractions are on, you're in grade 2 contracted braille. Right. When contractions are off, you are actually in uncontracted braille. Right. So that's still braille with capitals, with braille punctuation marks with number signs. Okay. So it's still processed. It's uncontracted Braille. And the only way to get quote unquote computer Braille is to turn eight dot braille on and contractions off. But to in typically you get eight dot braille, which is not very convenient to read as we all know. 
Mm-hmm. So that was something we had to work on with this app to get it to display six dot braille with eight dot braille on. Okay. Okay, I got you. When you see your previous downloads, that will show all your previous downloads. Everything that you've ever downloaded from BARD, whether you did it from BARD Mobile or whether you did it from the website, from the okay. website, but whether you did it from a computer or whatever. Okay. So so if I downloaded something a year ago and I want to go back and get it and be able to read it on the phone, maybe I didn't finish it, whatever, I can do that now on the phone because I can go back and find it? You can go back to my previous downloads. You can add it to your wish list and download it again. Okay. All right. I'm quite impressed with the app, though, I've got to tell you. Um, uh, I I think it's really nice, and particularly considering version 1.0, I've seen a lot of 1.0s not in nearly as good a condition and and, and uh, as usable as the the Bard mobile app is. I'm quite impressed. Well, we are hearing. First of all, thank you very much for your kind words about the the 1.0. We're we're quite proud of the app here. Um, you know, we're, the launch went even smoother than we than we expected. And uh, we're really glad uh, about the reception uh, that the app is getting. Um, one of the things people are upset about is the fact that the app can't download in the background. So you can't start a download and then go off and play a game mm-hmm. or use an application. And unfortunately, that's a restriction that iOS put on us. It's not something that we just chose not to implement. We'd love to have the ability to download in the background, but uh, unfortunately, uh, no such luck. <laughs> we were hoping iOS 7 might bring that. And uh, it's not an iOS seven either. Okay, so it's so, so it's an iOS thing. It is an iOS thing, and you'll notice, for example, that the Audible app does exactly the same thing that uh, the Bard does. Uh, by the way, we have tested with iOS seven and all as well. No one's having uh, problems with that. Well, and I've been using it on two devices with with iOS seven and not having any problems. We're finding a number of folks have. Uh, not used a lot of library service for the last couple of years, and now with Bard Mobile out, they're interested in coming back. And uh, we'd love to have you back. All is forgiven. <laughs> so, uh, please, if you if you're in that boat, you check with your library. If you had a Bard account a few years ago, you're probably going to need to get a password reset because uh, you got deactivated. But that's pretty easy to do. So just get your password reset and try Bard Mobile out. If you if you haven't ever had used Bard, you really won't be able to do too much in the app because you need a Bard username and password to log in to actually be able to use it at all. You can sign up for Bard with Safari and do it that way, or you can even use one of those old-fashioned computers that we all uh, used to use in the old days. <laughs> so you can uh, you can do that and sign up for Bard, and then you can use the app. But we know a lot of people are trying to uh, trying to come back, and and that's really great. What about what about using you know Braille books is is one thing, but um, and I've never tried it, uh, but I'm wondering. Since you do have Braille music, how well can a person do it reading Braille music on, uh, through the app on a refreshable Braille display? Very well. We have quite a lot of Braille music on Web Braille and on Word. And Web Braille and Bard are the same thing, mm-hmm. of course. Right. But, uh, 
we a lot of Braille music, and people are using it um, very well. Um, it's people like using Braille music with a Braille display. I think your one-finger page turn address <laughs> will help there. <laughs> this is a Judy Dixon innovation. Maybe you can explain it better than I. Huh? Use the single dot to turn the page. Um, we, had a, we have a next and previous function in the app, and when I was actually using it and wanting to change pages, you know, doing an N requires two hands, and you doing a P requires two hands. So we duplicated those commands. So dot six is next, and dot three is previous. Uh-huh. And all you have to do is reach over to your display with with uh, one finger and and uh, do any next and previous, whether it's page or whatever you're trying to do. Okay. Okay. I was after convenience. Oh yeah. That'll certainly help the musicians. Yes, <laughs> quite a lot, I would think. Well, I I, I want to thank both of you for coming on. Sorry, sorry that we we kind of had a little bit of issues on both ends of the still. Sure. Um, we, we do we do. We'd love to hear from you. Um, most importantly, if you need help, you can email Bard Mobile Support. That's all one word at loc.gov. That's a place where you can get support, or you can contact your network library. And uh, we're looking forward to the next version. We're already starting to talk about well, what enhancements we're going to make. Uh, and uh, because it did go so smooth, we don't have any major bugs to worry about. Uh, knock on wood, nothing's come up yet. Uh, so we're, we're looking forward to the next version already. Welcome to this demonstration of the iPhone 5C. And in this demonstration, I'm going to take you through a physical description of the phone itself. We'll then go through the setup process for a new iPhone 5C in this case. And then I'll remind you about some of the voiceover gestures when we get to the main home screen of the iPhone. So just a few notes about the iPhone 5C. Remember that it comes in quite a few different colors, i.e. 5. The iPhone 5C itself is slightly thicker than the iPhone 5. And it does have a polycarbonate back now versus the previous iPhone 5, which had the metal backing in the middle and the glass insert at the top and the bottom or indeed the 4S and the 4, which had the glass back. And I must say that the polycarbonate backing, or the shell at the back of the phone, feels extremely nice in your hand. It certainly does not feel cheap. The phone itself feels quite solid. And the general controls are in exactly the same place as on previous iPhones, i.e. the iPhone 5. So let me give you a general description of the iPhone 5C. The one I've currently got in my hand is the white iPhone 5C. And of course it comes preloaded as of this recording with iOS 7. So if we come to the top edge of the phone, on the right hand side we have the power on off button. On the left hand edge towards the top we have the 
slide switch for mute and unmute sound. So if I flick it down towards the back of the phone, it'll vibrate. If I flick it up, I've unmuted the sound. Below that switch is the separate volume up and volume down buttons. And they feel quite comfortable to press and release. They're very responsive buttons. On the right hand side of the phone, in the middle, you have the little nano SIM tray that you need a paper clip for, or if you still have your SIM ejection tool, you can pop that into the little hole, pop out your SIM tray, and that's where you put your SIM card into the iPhone 5C. I come down to the bottom edge of the phone. On the left hand side, we have the 3.5mm headphone jack, then a microphone hole. The lightning connector is in the middle, that's the small connector now as of the previous iPhone 5. And the right hand side at the bottom edge is the speaker grill. If we come to the front face of the iPhone 5C itself, of course we have the multi-touch glass surface where you interact with the phone and towards the top middle edge you have a little indent which is the speaker grill and of course located around that area too is the front facing camera and then down the bottom in the middle we have the round indented home button if I turn the phone over on the back left hand edge towards the top we have the rear facing camera and I'll just make a note here for totally blind folks the iPhone 5 you could actually feel the very smooth Apple logo in the middle of the iPhone in the iPhone 5c the Apple logo is part of the polycarbonate shell itself so you can't feel it okay so I'm going to turn the phone over okay so I'm going to turn the iPhone 5c now on so I'll come to the top right hand side edge and press in the power on button for two seconds. I'm holding it in now. One, two, and then I've released it. And normally it takes around about 15 seconds for the iPhone 5C to start up. And I know it started up on my particular one because I've got it plugged into my little speakers here and I just had the speaker click when the phone turned itself on. If you want to know a tactile way to see if the phone's on or not, I just press the side switch for the mute control towards the back of the phone on the left-hand side edge, remember, above the volume up button, and it vibrated. So I know the phone's actually turned on because it vibrated. So if I do that again now, I flick the switch to the front of the phone and towards the back, I've got the vibrate. Okay, so if I press my home button three times, I should be able to turn on voiceover. One, two, three. Voice over on. Okay, so I've turned voice over on. Now, what you're going to hear when I press the home button to wake up the iPhone to start the setup process on the iPhone 5C, I'm actually going to get a couple of things spoken on the screen. The first item is a word, that's actually a word hello, spoken in different languages by voiceover. Then there'll be a setup button which will be also spoken in that same language, of course, and then an information button. So what the trick is, is to 
keep yourself on the setup button because you don't really need to know what the different languages are for the word hello then you one finger double tap and start the setup process and what I'm going to do this particular screen is that because the screen will go to sleep every 10 seconds I normally keep flicking to the left and then back to the right to be on the setup button again to keep the screen awake so I'm going to press the home button now Hello. That's hello. One finger flick to the right. Slide to setup. Okay, that's setup. And Resulta one finger back to the left. Hola. One finger black to the right. Leave it there. One finger flick back to the left. Hello. One finger flick back to the right. Let's wait. Finger back to the left. Finger back to the right. Para and I'm flicking left and right. Finger back to the left. Hi. Finger flick back to the right. Finger flick back to the left. Finger back to the right. Okay, back to the left. Back to the right. Slide to set off. Okay, one finger double tap. Set off. Australian English. Okay, Australian English. Now if I flick to the right. English. I've got English, and I flick to the right again. Français. Okay, I can select the different languages for the iPhone. So I'm going to one finger flick back to the left. English. Australian English. And one finger double tap on Australian. Setting. Set up. Back. Back button. Okay, so it's gone from the Samantha voice now to the Australian compressed Karen voice. You just heard it said the back button, so I can one finger double tap to go back to select a different language. So one finger flick to the right. Select your country or region. Heading. Australia. Okay, I'm just flicking through. More countries and regions. Heading. Okay, and I'm fine for Australia. So I'm going to have one finger flick back to the left. Australia. One finger double tap to select Australia. Back. Back button. And we land on the back button again for the next screen. One finger flick to the right. Choose a Wi-Fi network. Heading. Choose a Wi-Fi network. Edel. Secure. Signal strength 72%. Now, for these purposes, and because double I'm sitting here network. at work, I'm actually Edel. going to Secure. skip this step. Signal strength 58%. Because I've already got my live sim card in the phone already so i'm going to do one finger flick to the right Texpo, va employee va guest choose another network use mobile connection button and i've got a button here to use mobile connection so one finger double tap back back button next now i've laid on the back button again for the next screen but let me just do one finger flick to the right location services one finger flick Headed. back to the left back back button okay, and there's the back button it's just because the screen was updating, it didn't read that back button. So one finger flick to the right for location services heading. Location services heading. And keep flicking to the right. Lo enable location services. Okay, enable location services. Disable location services. Disable location services. What is location services? What is location heading. services? Location services allows maps and other apps to gather and use data indicating your approximate location. One finger flick to the right again. About location services button. And that's it, okay? About location services button, and that's it. So one finger flick back to the left to get to enable location services on my one. Location, what is locate? Disable location services. Enable location services. And I'm going to enable it on mine. So one finger double tap to enable, of course, using voiceover. Set up over. back, back button. We're on the back button again to go back to the previous screen. One finger flick to the right. Set up your iPhone. Heading. Set up as new iPhone. Set up as new iPhone. One finger flick to the right. Restore from iCloud backup. Restore from iCloud backup. Restore from iTunes backup. Restore from iTunes backup. What does restoring do? Heading. What does restoring do? Your personal data and purchased content will appear on your device automatically. One finger flick to the right again. 
and that's it. Now for this demonstration, I'm actually going to set this iPhone 5C up as a new iPhone. So I'm going to do one finger flick back to the left. What does restore it? Restore from iTunes backup. Restore from iCloud backup. Set up as new iPhone. Okay, set up as new iPhone. One finger double tap. Sign in. Create a free Apple ID. Okay, so it's landed on create a free Apple ID. If I do one finger flick back to the left. Sign in with your Apple ID. And again. Apple ID. Heading. Back. Back button. Okay, there's the back button again. So I have one finger flick to the right. Apple ID. Heading. Sign in with your Apple ID. Create a free Apple ID. Skip this step. Button. What is an Apple ID? Heading. An Apple ID is your secure login for just about everything you do with Apple. of course, I'm just one Apple. finger flicking to the right. Get access to the best selection of apps with the App Store. Shop for music, movies, TV shows and more in the iTunes Store. Access your music, photos, contacts, calendars and more on all your devices. Communicate with friends using iMessage and FaceTime. Play multiplayer games and track achievements with Game Center. Shop for your favorite books with iBooks. Some features, applications, and services are not available in all areas. And that's it. Okay, you just heard the boing from VoiceOver, so there's nothing more on the screen. So I'm going to choose login with my Apple ID. I don't need to create a new one. So one finger flick back to the left. Shop for your fake play multi communicate. Access your music. Shop for music. Get access to the best select. An Apple ID is your. What is an Apple ID? Skip this step. Create a free Apple ID. Sign in with your Apple ID. And I'm going to sign in with my Apple ID. So one finger double tap. Apple ID. Text field is editing. Example at iCloud.com. And I've got the on-screen keyboard on the screen. Now, by default, VoiceOver is in standard typing mode, and that's where you find a letter by doing this. F, R, D. Okay, I found Delta. a D. Now, to put it in, as in put it into the edit field for the Apple ID username, I have then have to one-finger double-tap anywhere on the screen D. to put that letter in. But if I do a two-finger rotate, so if I put two fingers on the screen at 9 and 3 and then turn them as if I was turning a dial or the hands on a clock, so my left finger's going from 9 to 10 and my right finger's going from 3 to 4. Words. I can turn a dial or the rotor until get to what's called typing mode. Speech rate. Containers. Headings. Edit. Typing mode. Okay, and there's typing mode. Now if I do one finger flick down, touch typing. I've changed it from standard typing to touch typing. So now when I find a letter on the screen, D, S, A, is A, Alpha. take my finger off, A. it puts the letter in straight away. And I'll leave that mode on now to do the rest of this demonstration. So I'm going to pause the recording and I'm going to type in my Apple ID username. So I've typed in my Apple ID. If I flick to the right, password. Required. Secure. Text field. Double tap on Double the text tap to field. Edit. Insertion point at end. And type in my password for my Apple ID. Now when you're typing into the password field, you'll hear a click every time a character goes in, but it will also echo on the on-screen keyboard what letters you're putting in. So I'm just going to pause my recording and put my password in. Okay, so I'll put my password in. So if I do one finger flick to the right of my password field. Use different Apple IDs for iCloud and iTunes. Button. Use different Apple IDs for iCloud and iTunes, and now I don't have to do that because they're both exactly the same. One finger flick to the right. Forgot Apple ID or password. And Button. again, one finger flick to the right. I'm back down to the keyboard. So if I do one finger flick back to the left. Use different Apple password. Apple ID. Apple ID. Next. Button. Okay, and one finger double tap on next. 
In progress. Back. Back button. Okay, there's our good old friend the back button again for the next screen. One finger flick to the right. Terms and conditions. Sent by email. Okay, and of course I'm just one finger flicking to the right here. Important. Please read the following terms before using your eyes device. By using your eyes device, you're agreeing to be bound. Now I'm going to actually scroll the screen up with a three finger flick up with voiceover. Rose four two eight of eight. And touch towards the bottom right hand side of the touch screen. Agree. Button. And one finger double tap on agree. Uh, terms and conditions. One finger flick to the right. I agree to the eyes. iCloud and Game Center terms and conditions and the Apple privacy policy. Cancel. Button. Agree. Button. Okay, and I was just one finger flicking to the right then. One finger double tap on the agree button. In progress. iCloud. Heading. Okay, there's an iCloud heading. Now if I do one finger flick back to the left. There's nothing. Okay, so if I do one finger flick to the right. Use iCloud. Let's use iCloud. One finger flick to the right. Don't use iCloud. Don't use iCloud. What is iCloud? Heading. And here's an explanation of what is iCloud. One finger flick to the right. iCloud lets you access your music, photos, contacts, calendars and more on all of your devices automatically. One finger flick to the right again. About iCloud. Button. About iCloud. And of course, if I do one more finger flick to the right, that's the end of the screen. So one finger flick back to the left to get back to use iCloud. iCloud lets, what is iCloud? Don't use iCloud. Okay, that's the don't use iCloud button if you want to use that one. So one more finger flick back to the left. Use iCloud. Let's use iCloud, one finger double tap. Use find back, back button. And there's our friend the back button again, the next screen. One finger flick to the right. Find my iPhone, heading. This is find my iPhone. Use find my iPhone. Okay, let's use my iPhone button. Don't use find my iPhone. And of course that's the don't use iPhone button. So one finger flick to the right again to find out more about it. What is find my iPhone? Heading. Find my iPhone allows you to locate, lock and erase your iPhone if you lose it. Your Apple ID and password will also be required before anyone can erase or reactivate it. About find my iPhone. Button. Okay, of course there's about find my iPhone and one finger flick to the right. Of course we can't go any further. So one finger flick back to the left and I'm actually going to choose use find my iPhone because I find it extremely useful. Find my iPhone. What is find my iPhone? Don't use find my iPhone. Okay, there's don't use find my iPhone. One finger flick back to the left again. Use find my iPhone. Use find my iPhone. One finger double tap. Back. Back button. There's our friend the back button again. Next screen. One finger flick to the right. Next. Button. There's the next button. Now I'm going to do one finger flick to the right again. iMessage and FaceTime. Heading. This is about iMessage and FaceTime. Let other people reach you at. Heading. And this is let other people reach you at. And if I do one finger flick to the right. Selected. Plus. Six. One. Four. Zero. Zero. Okay, I've just stopped it. And that's the beginning of my mobile number for iMessage, etc. Because this is currently coming off my existing Apple ID. So if I keep flicking through quickly. Selected. David. Not selected. David. New outgoing messages. FaceTime. And FaceTime audio calls will be sent from plus. Six. One. Four. Zero. Zero. Okay, that's about FaceTime and my mobile number. What are iMessage and FaceTime? Heading. What are iMessage and FaceTime? And if I do another one finger flick to the right. People can contact you on all your devices via iMessage and FaceTime using your phone number or your email addresses. One finger flick to the right again. And that's it for the screen. Okay, so I'm going to go and choose the next button. So one finger flick back to the left. What are iMessage and FaceTime? New outgoing message. Selected. 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 Let other people reach you out. iMessage and f next button. Okay, there's the next button. One finger double tap. In progress. Create a passcode. 
Okay, it wants me to create a passcode for the phone. Now if I do one finger flick back to the left, can't go any further. So one finger flick to the right. Enter a four-digit passcode. Enter a four-digit passcode. Don't add passcode. Button. Or don't add a passcode button. One. And here's the keypad. Now because I'm in touch typing mode, all I have to do is find the number and take my finger off. If you left yourself in standard typing mode, you would have to locate the number, take your finger off the screen, and then one finger double tap to put that number in. So I'm going to put a pin number in mine now. One, three, two, zero. One, three, two, zero. Okay, and I've touched towards the top of the screen. Create a passcode. Re-enter your passcode. It says re-enter passcode, so one finger click to the right. One. Now back to the on-screen keyboard. So if I put in my new passcode, 1320. 1320. Set up Siri heading. And then I've got a new heading that says set up Siri. So if I one finger flick back to the left, top of the screen, one finger flick to the right. Use Siri. That's a use Siri, that's a button. Don't use Siri. And of course, don't use Siri. If I do one finger flick to the right again, we find more about Siri. What is Siri? Heading. Siri helps you get things done just by asking. You can make a phone call, send a message, dictate a note, or check the weather. Siri sends information like your voice input, contacts, and location to Apple to process your requests. About Siri. Button. Okay, it's about Siri, and of course, one more finger flick to the right, and that's the end of the screen. So one finger flick back to the left, and I'm going to choose Use Siri. Siri helps you get things done just by asking, what is Siri? Don't use Siri. That's the don't use Siri button. Use Siri. And that's the use Siri button. One finger double tap. Auto map back. Back button. And there's our friend the back button. On the next screen, one finger flick to the right. Diagnostics. Heading. Diagnostics. Automatically send. Okay, automatically send, or of course. Don't send. Don't send. One finger flick to the right. Diagnostics and usage. Heading. And here's information about diagnostics. Help Apple improve its products and services by automatically sending diagnostic and usage data. Diagnostic data may include location. Okay, and of course, again, I'm flicking to the right each time the speech stops reading to me to go to the next item. So one finger flick to the right again. About diagnostics and privacy. Button. It's about diagnostics and privacy, and of course, one finger flick to the right. We can't go any further. So I'm going to choose send diagnostics. So one finger flick back to the left. Help Apple imp diagnostics and use don't send. Just don't send. Automatically send. Automatically send. One finger double tap. Registration. Back. Back button. Registration screen. Back button again. One finger flick to the right. Registration. Heading. One finger flick to the right. Next. Button. Register with Apple. Switch button. On. That's register with Apple. Double tap to Switch toggle setting. On. Some by default. Register this device to your Apple ID to stay up to date on product information and get faster access to support. Heading. Okay, this is information about registering. One finger flick to the right. And that's it. So one finger flick back to the left. Register with Apple. Switch button. On. Okay, so to turn that double tap to toggle off, setting. I just do a one finger double tap as the hint currently set to move voiceover. So I'm going to do one finger flick back to the left. Next. And I'm just going to choose the next button. One finger double tap. Welcome to iPhone. It said welcome to iPhone. One finger flick back to the left first. And I can't go any further on the screen. One finger flick to the right. Get started button. Let's get started button. Let's see if there's any more on the screen. One finger flick to the right. That's it. Okay, so one finger double tap. And we should hopefully be able to now get started using our iPhone 5C.
One finger double tap. Home. Messages. Messages notification. Messages. You have five new messages notifications. Yeah, my phone has been busy while I've actually had my SIM card out of my previous iPhone. <laughs> okay, so we're now at the initial home screen. So I'm on the messages icon. You basically have a grid of icons or apps. And at the top of the screen, you have the status bar item for information about battery level, Wi-Fi, connectivity, your carrier, clock, etc. And then down the bottom, on all of your main home screens, you have four apps that are preset. But let me start from messages. So it's the top left-hand side of the screen below the status line. If I do one finger flick to the right. Calendar. Monday, the 30th of September. Okay, there's a calendar. Photos. One Photos. photo stream update. Camera. Camera. Double tap to open. And of course, every time I pause, it's going to say one finger double tap to open, but it's going to keep one finger flicking through. Weather. Weather. Clock. Clock. Maps. Maps. Videos. Videos. Notes. Notes. Reminders. Reminders. Stocks. Stocks. Game Center. Game Center. News Stand. News Stand. iTunes Store. iTunes Store. App Store. App Store. Passbook. Passbook. Compass. Compass. Settings. Settings. Page one of two. That's Adjustable. page one of two because there's two screens. Swipe. swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Okay, so I want to go to the next page. I could do one finger swipe up and that would take me to the next page. One finger flick to the right again. Phone. And here's the Double bottom four icons on the screen. So the bottom left-hand one is phone. Mail. Then mail. Double tap to open. To the right again. Safari. Safari. Web browser. Double tap to open. Music. Music. The music Double player. tap to open. And of course, if I do one finger flick back to the left. Safari. Mail. Phone. Page one of settings. Compass. Passbook. App Store. iTunes. Newsstand. Game Center. Stocks. Reminders. Notes. Videos. Maps. Clock. Weather. Camera, photos, calendar, messages. Five okay, and I'm back messages. to the beginning of my icons on my main home screen. And of course, I can just also drag my finger around the screen. So if I touch the, the screen towards the top, messages, five and red messages, drag my finger across, calendar, Monday, the 30 photos, one photo stream, camera. Okay, and Double so tap on. To or open. I could just drag my finger down the screen. Videos, game center, passbook, music. Okay, and to get right down Double to the bottom to, to music. So again, for orientation purposes, if I come down to my physical home button down towards the bottom of the screen, tap my finger up. Mail. Mail. There's mail. To phone. the left. Phone. Mail. Safari. Safari. Music. Music. And that was just me dragging my Double finger across the bottom of the screen. And of course, to get to the status area at the top, if I tap my finger up to the top of the screen, find the grill, tap my finger down. 1.15 p.m. Status bar item. There's the status bar. Swipe down with three fingers to reveal the notification center. Swipe up with three fingers to reveal the control center. Double tap to scroll to top. So as it said, three fingers to pull down the notification center. Three finger flick up to open the control center where you can turn things on and off such as Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. And a one finger double tap if you need to scroll up a list. And of course, if I one finger flick to the left. 4G. Status bar item. This is my status slot. Swipe down with three fingers to reveal the, the notification center. Telstra Mobile Network. Five of five bars. Okay, Signal one strength. To the right. Telstra Mobile Network. 4G. 1.16 p.m. Bluetooth on. 87% battery power. Status bar item. Okay, and that's it. I can't go any further. So flicking back to the left will take me right across to that five of five bars, and I can't go any further. And flicking to the right here, past the battery status, I can't go any further there either. So to get back to the rest of the screen, I can just take my finger and touch another part of the screen. Messages. Five and red messages. And now I can flick left and Double right to open, to open up an app. So for example, let me just quickly open up 
weather. Calendar. Flicking through if one Photos. finger to the right. Camera. Weather. One finger double tap double on tap. weather. Alert. Weather would like to use your current location. Okay, weather would like to use my current location. That's fine. One finger flick to the right. Don't allow. Button. Okay. Button. Okay, one finger double tap. Weather. Gosford. Mostly sunny. 24 degrees. Monday. High 29. Low 18. Okay, so that's Double tap to show detailed weather. information. I press the home button down the bottom to come out of that app, the weather app. Home. Weather. Double tap to open. And of course, if I didn't want to use that slide control down towards the bottom to get to the next screen, I can do a three finger flick to the left. Page two of two. Extras folder. Two that apps. That takes me to the next double screen. Double tap to open. And that's a folder called the extras folder that I could one finger double tap on now. Extras. Heading. Okay, Text one finger field. flick to the right. Contacts. There's contacts. Calculator. And calculator. Okay, Double so tap I press to the open. home button. Close the folder. Extras folder. Two apps. Now, if I was to press the home button Double again, tap to open. it would take me back to the main home screen, or I can do a three finger flick to the right. Page one of two. Messages. And we're Five back and red to messages. the main home screen. Double tap to open. And if I want to bring up the spotlight to search my iPhone currently, because I'm already sitting on an icon on the home screen, I can now do a three finger flick down. Search field is editing character mode. And that brings search up iPhone. spotlight search for the iPhone. So I press the home button again. Messages, five and red messages. Okay, I'm back to the main home screen. So remember, it's a three finger flick down if you're on the status menu to bring up notifications, but if you're sitting on an icon, on your main home screen, three finger flick down will open up the spotlight search for you. And of course, to lock the iPhone, I press the power button at the top right hand side of the phone. And you screen have to locked. click, and it said screen lock with voiceover. If I want to wake the iPhone up again, I press the home button. 1.19 p.m. If I do a touch the middle of the screen, three finger flick to the right. Page one of two. That's the passcode keypad, so I touch the screen. Four, one. There's one. Three. Three. Two. Two. Zero. Zero. Hold to enter the plus symbol. Messages. Five and red messages. Okay, and Double I'm back to, to the open. main home screen of my phone unlocked. So I lock it again. Screen locked. And let me just make sure that Siri's running. Hello, Siri. Good afternoon, David. Sounds good to me. So just let me lock my screen again with the power button at the top. Screen locked. And that concludes this demonstration of the iPhone 5C physical description and setup, plus some general information about navigating the main home screen and some gestures for voiceover. Thanks for listening as always, and bye for now. following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using your iPhone's camera to input the code of an iTunes gift card into your iTunes account. 
So let me first of all say that I've currently got my iPhone on. It's currently sitting at my home screen and of course VoiceOver is running. And I've also got the iTunes gift card in my hand. This is a $20 one. And of course this iTunes gift card is the one that will work with the iSight camera. It's got a little plastic film over the code. So if I just put my fingernail underneath the beginning of the little strip and then pull it off, put that down. So I'm just gonna put that iTunes gift card on the desk. Okay. Now I've got my iPhone in my hand. So let me go and run iTunes. I'm just gonna do one finger flick, of course, with voiceover to move through the icons on my main home screen and do here iTunes. Camera, weather, clock, maps, videos, notes, reminders, stocks, game center, newsstand, iTunes store. And now we can do one finger double tap to open. iTunes, genres, button. Now I'm just going to show you where I currently am in iTunes just for orientating you to it. So if I come down to the bottom left hand side on the tab. Selected music tab one of five. Okay, I've selected the music tab and if I come to the top of the iTunes window. Genres button. That's the genres button. If I do one finger flick to the right. Selected featured button one of two. Okay I've got the featured selected. So if I come back down to the bottom left hand side on the music tab. Selected Music, tab, one of five. And now I do a one finger flick to the left. iTunes store terms and conditions sneaker. Apple ID, David, dot send gift, button, redeem, button. That's the one we want, redeem, one finger double tap. Redeem, alert, sign into iTunes store, enter the Apple ID password for David the Gure. Text field is editing, password. Pause the recording and put in my password for my current Apple ID. That's where I want the iTunes gift card $20 amount to go into. Okay, so I've put in my Apple ID password. I touch towards the top of the screen. Enter the Apple ID password. One finger flick to the right. Secure. Text field. Cancel. OK. Button. Okay, I was just flicking to the right to get to the OK button. One finger double tap. iTunes. Cancel. Button. And if I do one finger flick to the right. Redeem. Dimmed. Button. That's the redeem button, currently dimmed. Redeem your gift card using your iPhone's camera. This requires a gift card with a box around the code, as shown here. Which is the one that I've got. Use camera button. So that's the use camera button. Now if I keep flicking. You can also enter your code manually. Text field, double tap to edit. Okay, that's the edit field where you could type in the code manually. So let me do one finger flick back to the left to get to the camera button. Use camera button. One finger double tap. Now if I do a two finger flick up. Cancel, button, scan guard, heading, camera flip, button. Okay, that's what's now on the screen, so you know that the camera is now enabled. So I'm gonna take my phone to the front of the card and bring it up slowly. Validating code, redeem. So I'm gonna do one finger flick to the right. You've successfully redeemed your code. Your Apple ID has been credited with $20. Your balance is $20. Okay, there we go. So that worked beautifully. I did one finger flick to the right. Redeem another code button. I can redeem another code. Or if I touch the top right hand side of my screen. Done button. There's the done button. One finger double tap. Genres button. Okay, and of course if I now come back down to the music tab. Selected music tab one of five. And I flick to the left with one finger to get to my Apple ID name. It'll also tell me how much I've got available now in my iTunes credit. iTunes store terms and conditions sneaker. Apple ID, David, $20 credit, button. Okay, and there we go. 
So now it's all done, I can now press my home button to return to my home screen. Home, iTunes store. So that concludes this demonstration of using your iPhone camera to input the code of an iTunes gift card. And just one final note, I was actually using the back camera on my iPhone. As you heard when I did the two finger swipe up to see if the camera was on, you heard it say the flip button, and that's where you could actually change it to use the front camera instead. But since you're basically holding the phone with the touch screen up and the back camera on the back, it makes more sense to use it as the default. So that completes this demo. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. you again for being with us today on main menu we always appreciate having you here we hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll see you back again here next week on main menu